Sounds like we're going backwards, doesn't it? Proverbs chapter 1. There are so many sources of counsel that are available today. Far more, I would say, than probably at any time in history. Um, all you got to do when you have a, a topic you're interested in is, is uh, get, on the, get on the web and type in your question, your, <laughs> your query, whatever topic you want advice about, and you'll have advice coming out your ears from, from all sorts of people, from all sorts of sources all over the world. I mean, not just from, you know, the little locale you live in and for, or from one news station, but <laughs> honestly, from uh, a multitude of sources. Um, when you watch TV, when you get news from various sources, you have to be careful because <clears throat> they're not just informing you anymore. They're counseling you. They're trying to tell you what to believe and what to hold to and what to think and uh, how you need to act. And uh, a Christian needs to be wise because we're receiving counsel. And sometimes, in many cases, people aren't even aware of it. It's amazing to me how many people will watch uh, regular network news and not understand that uh, that news is biased and that it, it does come with opinions and that there is counsel being given. I'll give you an example. Just a local newspaper, the local Spring Hill newspaper, uh, Williamson News or whatever, I can't remember what it, what it was, but about a year ago, uh, they were writing some articles and they got, well, anytime I read the news or listen to it, I get bent out of shape anyway because I am aware of the fact that, and it's obvious that they have a, a lesson or a message you're trying to get across. So um, I was reading an article uh, and Representative Marsha Blackburn was writing about some of her, her ideas and thinking about things that are going on. She's a representative of ours. So I was kind of interested in what you know she had to say. But it was interesting because when she reported her statements and, and they quoted them as they often do, um, uh, it was fine until you got to the last last probably two paragraphs of the article. And in the last two paragraphs of the article, um, the writer of the article actually stated almost, almost directly that her views were wrong. And then uh, he went on to say, well, um, this is almost, basically this is silly and this doesn't even make sense. Uh, to some of the things that she was saying. Now, look, that's not reporting. Okay, that's counseling. It's giving advice. It's saying, hey, look, you need to know that that here's error. And by the way, that's been going on for what two years with COVID, and it's still going on. Uh, it's going on with vaccinations. It's going on with all sorts of things that we see in our world and we hear about all around. We're getting counsel all the time. And we need to be aware of that fact, and we need to make sure that our counsel is based firmly on the Word of God. Or we need to be very discerning when we hear counsel that is contrary to what the Bible has to say. Again, not all counsel is wrong, and not all advice is wrong, but one needs to be very careful and discerning. And that's what the Bible warns us about and talks about. In fact, our uh, if you would, our key verse or our starting verse was in Proverbs chapter 11, where the Bible says, where no counsel is, the people fall. Look, if you don't have counsel, and we would say the right kind of counsel, you understand that, you're headed for a fall. 
So we began to study this matter of counsel then, and we shared first last week that wise people see the absolute necessity of counsel. You don't shut everything off. You don't close yourself off to, to counsel of every way, every shape and form. But again, you have to be very discerning and wise. So wise men seek counsel. Chapter 1 and verse 5 tells us that. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. And the idea is that they will seek after and they will get to the place where they have the right wise counsel. Wise men seek it. Absolutely necessary. But we learned also from a proverb that fools don't see any need for, for counsel. I don't need any wisdom. Um, and I got to tell you that that is being evident so, in so many different ways today. Uh, we, we can't have debate anymore. We can't have debate about, about marriage. Because uh, according to the authorities, the only right thing is to allow everyone, men to marry men and women to marry women, and, and uh, who knows what's next, uh, children to be married to, to old men, and, and uh, I mean, the, the kind of stuff going on today. I, I mean, I'd say, I guess the next step would be you can marry your dog, and that might even actually happen one of these days. We, we uh, but... But that's the world's wisdom, and no longer can we discuss it. And no longer can there be discussions, sadly, um, about these things that are important. Homosexuality is right, according to the world's council today. And there is no opinion, because they're fools, that could be contrary to that. And so a fool sees no need for counsel, but a wise person does. Wise people listen to counsel. And I think that's where we left off last week, correct? We talked about the blessing of hearkening to counsel uh, in Proverbs 12, 15. In a couple places, we're told to hear intelligently. So there's a blessing to hearkening and listening to counsel. And there's a danger of ignoring counsel because if you don't listen to counsel, according to eleven fourteen, you will fall when there's no counsel. So wise people, next point is go to the right source for counsel. And here's where we get to what we were just talking about as we open our time in the word tonight. Wise people are cautious about their own understanding. And I told you to be in Proverbs 1, and we did mention Proverbs 1, 5, but let's go to chapter 12, all right? Chapter 12. I thought I was going to make a few more comments on the last point, but we're going to move on. Chapter 12 and verse 15 is a verse we've already made mention of, but we're going to look at it again. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. So, hey, look, uh, I, I'm right. I, I don't need any, uh, you know, I, I, am, I am wisdom. I don't need any more advice. I don't need any more counsel. But he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Wise people understand that going to the right source is very important. They're cautious, first of all, about their own understanding. Wise people look within and say, I don't have all the answers. I don't know. Okay, a fool says, I know everything. You, you can't tell me anything new. But a wise person comes to, to any subject and comes to any matter and saying, I don't know everything I need to know. I think there's a great verse in Proverbs chapter 3 that tells us that, and you know it, right? Um, where God in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, God tells us not to lean unto our own understanding. 
and in all our ways we're to acknowledge him, which is interesting. That word acknowledge means to know God. And the more I know God, the more I'm going to have the wisdom I need for life and, and direction I need for life. So uh, 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 wise people understand. They're cautious about their own understanding. It's amazing to me. Solomon was the wisest, wisest man who ever walked the face of this earth, I, I, obviously accepting Jesus Christ, but the wisest man that, ever, that walked in his day uh, in the world, according to Scripture. But he had counselors. In fact, the men who grew up with him, or the men that were with him, were the ones who were the counselors to Rehoboam, remember his son, and he didn't listen. But it's, it seems interesting that a man who was the wisest man that ever walked the face of this earth, at least during his day, that that man understood he needed counsel. And he didn't have all the answers. And he is the one telling us in this passage, a fool is one who thinks he's got all the answers. And I think he learned that very distinctly based upon what we read in the book of Ecclesiastes when he learned that all life was vain because it seems like he kind of put aside everything and just went and pursued pleasure and found out, you know what? That's not where it's at. I don't have all the wisdom I need. So wise people go to the right source for counsel and they're cautious first about their own understanding. Second thing about this is wise people reject the advice of a lost world. Wise people reject the advice of a lost world or the council. Um, look at chapter 12 and verse 5, would you? And it's, it's an interesting portion of this, um, of this proverb. The thoughts of the righteous are right. And there's a reason why they are, by the way. Why are the thoughts of the righteous right? Okay, because he knows God. He has an understanding of God. It's affected his life, and therefore his thoughts are right. But notice what it says. The counsels of the wicked, what are they like? They're deceitful. So lost people give deceitful counsel according to chapter 12 and verse 5. Um, you say, well, wh why is that? Thanks for asking. Uh, not the least being the fact that they are of their father, the devil. Jesus Christ even said that. He said that to the religious people of his day. You know, you know, religion doesn't save anyone. It never has saved anyone. Religious practices are useless apart from a relationship with Jesus Christ. In fact, uh, religious practices do nothing to save a person in any way, shape, or form. And Jesus said... To the religious people of his day, ye are of your father, the devil. They weren't part of the family of God. They weren't saved men. They were men who needed Christ. And he said, and he said about the devil that he is a liar. And he always has been. He's a deceiver. And so it's no wonder, is it, is it that a lot of times the counsel and advice of a lost world is deceitful? You say, well, in what ways is it deceitful? Well, many times the counsel that they give is for their benefit. So that, let, let me give you some advice. Let me, let me help you as you make the, the, this decision in your life. And the advice and counsel is given that's going to help them. Um, quite honestly, and I know, we'll keep bringing that subject up, but I think a lot of what happened during the pandemic was all about 
was all about power. It was all about people having control. It was all about people telling people what to do and how to live their life. In fact, there's articles now that are coming out, even from the people who made the rules, the CDC, that have come out and said, we're sorry for many of the things that we said that weren't true, like the six-foot rule and, and, and the, all the stuff, a lot of the stuff about masks. It's an amazing thing. But why did people and why were people giving information out and giving advice and counsel? The reason they were given it in many cases were, were the fact that if I can tell people what to do and control their lives, it gives me more power. And that's going on. That's going on. I, I, we hate to say it. You really, you'd like to believe that, that your country's leaders are going to tell you the right things and give you good advice. But there are people dying from the advice of authorities because uh, many times they're spoken without knowledge. Many times they're just spoken because it will bring them benefit. And so you got to be very careful about who you listen to. And God reminds us of that. He said, look, the counsels of the, the wicked, the advice of wicked people, they're, they're deceitful. A lot of times they don't have the ability to give good counsel because it's always about me. It's always about what's going to benefit me. Um, so the counsel of a, of a righteous man is going to be right because it's not about him. It's about his God, and his God is the authority. And what his God says is truth. Um, so they reject the advice of a lost world. Um, the psalmist talked about the wicked and how their mind is affected and how it controls their tongue. Listen to these words, Psalm 12, 1 to 3. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth, for the faithful fail among the children of men. They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor. With flattering lips and with a double heart do they speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things. That's how the wicked act. So you got to be very wary of it. I, and I know you hear this a lot from me, but modern psychology is, is much the same. You say, well, wait a second. What's wrong with modern psychology? You know, uh, if you go back and you study, and I have, um, the founding fathers of modern psychology today, the founding fathers, with, like, with almost very few exceptions, hated God. Many of them were evolutionists. Many of them despised the word of God and developed a system that was totally contrary to what the Bible teaches. And that is how many people are being counseled today. And sadly, many Christians go to the world because they have wisdom and take their system and try to make it fit the Bible. And I'm telling you that that is not good advice because a lost world doesn't have the right answers. And they can't give good advice. And it's, it's sad because, you know... I, there are even preachers that, well, uh, this guy's problems are too great for me. They need professional counsel. Do you, do you know there's no more professional counselor, counselor than a man who knows the one who is the counselor? 
What is one of the names of Jesus in Isaiah chapter 9? And he shall, shall be called. Counselor is one of them. He is the absolute counselor, the best counselor, the only counselor. He's the only one who has perfect advice. So who is going to be the best counselor to help people with their difficulties? People who know him. People who know him. And people who listen to him. So the blunt truth is that many counselors are of their father or the devil and they're going to be deceitful as we've just looked at. And I... And, and, and we can say so much about this. Now, l- let me also make a point. We're not suggesting you can never learn from a lost person. We're not suggesting that they won't ever get it right. You, you know, even, even lost people at times will get it right. But if you hear their counsel, you have to sift it through God's counsel first and make sure it's right. By the way, every movie you watch, you're getting advised. You're getting counsel. Be careful. Be alert. Be wary. Um, some may have truth to glean, and their thoughts may even be correct. But I'll tell you, it happens more because by accident than it does because they know the truth. You say, Pastor, you just... You just don't believe any of, the, any of these people. Well, it's getting a lot easier to say, man, this guy's way off because you can see how clearly they're away from Scripture and scriptural truth. Like all the stuff we hear about, again, about different issues like homosexuality. But a Christian just has to be discerning. So the next thing is this. They seek the insight of wise and godly men. You see... Counsel isn't just opening your Bible and reading it, although this is where you're going to get the best counsel, but wise and godly men can also give you counsel and direction. And God even says that. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. The idea is you're going to be getting counsel from, you're going to be hearing the things that wise men would say, and it's going to make you wise. But if you're a companion of a fool... Because the idea is you're going to be getting counsel from them and you're going to end up being a fool yourself. So a wise person seeks the insight of wise and godly men. Look at 1522. Someone read it for me, would you? You know, you know, plans are disappointed uh, without getting wise counsel. And this is talking about counsel from men. But uh, again, it goes without saying, it's got to be counsel from wise people, not from fools. Um, in Proverbs chapter uh, 20 and verse 18, we have uh, another proverb that tells us uh, somewhat the same thing. Someone read it, 2018. Okay, so someone has purposes. They have plans. They have intentions. They have ideas. And uh, in this sense, it's probably a king. He's talking about going to battle. And before he does so, if he's going to make a wise decision, he's got to sit down and talk to counselors. Um, So it's good advice you must seek. Now, there is advice that's bad, right? Amnon had a friend. Bad advice. Jonadab. Um, 
And remember, uh, there's another story. In 2 Samuel chapter 10, David uh, and had a, there was a, another king, um, I want to say, let's see, um, Hanan, the son of Nahash. Nahash, his father, showed kindness unto me, David said. So I'm going to show kindness to um, Hanan, and he did. He sent counselors, he sent people, I'm sorry, to just be an encouragement, I guess, in the loss of his father. I think that was the situation that was going on. So David's servants come to the children of Ammon, and the princes of the children of Ammon go to the king, Hanan, and they say, don't think that David is sending his people for your benefit. He's sending them as spies. That was not good advice. So, so Hanan takes the servants of David, shaves them half their body, which was extremely embarrassing to the Jews. It was humiliating and ended up losing his, his, his life and being devastated by King David, who, um, who you know, wasn't at all trying to do anything bad. Seeking wise counsel, seeking out godly counsel is a smart thing. And then um, finally, if you would, they look to the wise one. Look, go back to, if you would, Proverbs chapter 8. And the, this chapter is dealing with wisdom and how wisdom acts. And many people believe and I think there's solid reasoning to hold to this uh, this idea that when it's talking about wisdom it's talking about Jesus Christ he's the personification of wisdom and notice what it says uh, about about wisdom let me see if I can find it here real quickly verse 14 notice what what wisdom says counsel is mine and sound wisdom so I've got advice. So those who want to go the right direction and do the right thing and follow the right path look to the wise one who would be Jesus Christ, the great counselor, the one who we just mentioned in, in, uh, in Isaiah, what, Isaiah chapter 6 or is it in Isaiah chapter 9 where he's called the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father. And so it's 9-6, isn't it? I think it is. So. Uh, so Jesus Christ is the personification of wisdom. And so wise people seek out him and seek his wisdom. So <laughs> look, you have your own understanding. Your own understanding may be correct, but don't just trust in it. A wise person knows he needs additional counsel. So he doesn't seek it from a lost world because he understands a lost world rarely has it. And a lost world many times are gonna, will give counsel that is deceitful. And so you got to be very discerning. A wise person will go to those who love the word of God, know the word of God, teach the word of God, and follow the word of God themselves and seek advice from them. And that probably would be, if you would, the, the, the second direction they go. They would start, though, with the wisdom from God himself. If any of you lack wisdom, let them ask of God. And then get into the book and find out what the book has to say and get God's advice. So look, many times when you end up getting God's advice, you won't need anyone else's. Seriously, God in Genesis chapter 2 answered everything you need to know about gender 
and about marriage. Uh, everything you need to know. In, in one chapter, God made them male and female. Wow, that answers a lot of questions that are going out up today, which weren't questions five years ago. And then um, marriage is between a man and a woman. Therefore shall man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And it really answers it. I, it's like discussion's over. Um, and yet, you know, People are still discussing it, and it's because they've rejected the ultimate, the final counselor, the, the perfect counselor, Jesus Christ. By the way, counsel which ignores God's truth or refutes God's truth, God's truth is doomed to ultimate failure because there is one, only one ultimate counselor. And I'd like you to see that in Proverbs as we finish up this evening. Look at chapter 19. Please look at chapter 19 with me. In verse 21, the Bible says, there are many devices in a man's heart. Man has a lot of ideas, a lot of things that, are, that go on in his own heart. But God tells us in verse 21, nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. Look, it really doesn't matter. Louis love. Polls tell us that 70% of Americans believe it's all right for a you know, and they'll tell you some ridiculous thing. Like, like it's all right for a man to marry a man. Look, even if 99% of Americans say that, uh, all it reveals is 99% of Americans are wrong. Um, because God's authority, God's counsel, God's advice is always absolutely 100% correct. It is. No one said you have to accept it, but it is. It's infallible. And I love that verse because it says, look, the counsel of the Lord, his, his advice, it'll always stand. You know, um, it's just, uh, look at chapter 21 and verse 30. And, and here we have again stated in a little different way. There is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. There, there just isn't. A wise man understands. It's not just seeking any counsel. It's just not listening to any counsel. But it's getting counsel from the right source, starting with God's word. And if I can't find the answer, I don't know the answer. I've looked and I don't understand the answer. Then I go to godly men and I say, help me understand what God thinks. And I'll tell you, if you'll seek the Lord that way, you'll find answers to life. It is wonderfully encouraging not to battle with the questions about marriage, not to battle with questions about, about lifestyles and what's correct and what's wrong. It's wonderful to be able to come and say, I know the right answer. And by the way, it's no wonder people despise that and get mad at Christians. You fundamentalists always think you're right. I, I'm not right. God is. And as long as I'm on his side, sorry, but I'm right. 
Not because I'm right. Because there is no counsel against the Lord. His is right. And and so I, you, you can get 100,000 experts who say the world was made by evolutionary processes. And those experts, 100,000 of them, I don't care how many you get, they're all wrong. Because the counselor already gave us direction. He already gave us guidance. And, uh, and we just have got to be people, and I, this to me is one of the most important things for us. We've got to be discerning in who we're listening to and understand that we're constantly being bombarded everywhere, all the time, by counsel. And we've got to make sure we discern it and we make sure that is consistent with what God said because there is no counsel apart from this. Look, if you, in the matter of salvation, if you don't know from this book and what this Bible says, I'm not talking about any church, but if you don't know from this book and this Bible what God says about salvation, then you don't have the counsel and advice you need to make a right decision about how to be saved. There's only one way to be saved, and that is by faith in Jesus Christ. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation, every area of life, every matter of, of direction that we need, every, count, every piece of advice we need, it, it's got to start here from the perfect counselor. And I hope you will be very discerning as believers. And I believe that, quite honestly, it's one of the most important messages we can ever preach. Because if we would just grasp this truth, God's truth is truth. And there is no other counsel or advice that's right if it's contrary to this book. And may we be people who love it, follow it, believe it, seek for it uh, from the right place. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity you've given me to just remind everyone here about, um, about your counsel, that it's right. And that if we're going to seek counsel or uh, even the things that we hear in life, that we would be discerning and understanding. There's only one counsel that's right and it's true all the time, every time. It's God's and help us to seek it and find God's answers for all of life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord bless you as you listen to the great counselor. You're dismissed. <laughs>